Hello, listeners. This is Michael J. Durkin. Welcome to this podcast. If you are here, chances are you are a service technician in the plumbing, the HVAC, or the oil business. Welcome to this podcast. We are going to be discussing recommending water treatment to your valued customers. I'm calling this Water University Module Number 1, and we're going to talk about ways that you can become knowledgeable, that you can build your education, that you can talk really intelligently to a customer about something that affects literally everything in their house, and that is their water. As, a, as one of my great clients and friends uh, said recently in the HVAC business, he said, you know, what people really want in their home is they want pure, clean, safe, great-tasting water. And as an HVAC professional, he said, you know, uh, uh, every, everyone does not have an air conditioning uh, system in their home, uh, but they do have water. <laughs> and and uh, I thought that was really a genius line. He said, you know, water touches everything in the house when you think about it. You know, water touches all of the appliances. It touches the laundry. It touches the skin. Touches the hair. Uh, it it uh, it touches the internal organs of human beings. The taste buds. Uh, I mean, uh, water is uh, the universal solvent. Uh, it is. It touches everything in the homes. Uh, quite frankly, that you are already in. Uh, and you're already talking to the homeowner about issues um, in their home, and this is a great opportunity um, for you to add value and to help your customers. Now, I want to talk with you a little bit first about your role as a service tech inside of a home, and I'm going to give you three things that I think are really important to consider that uh, literally will help to um, drive revenue, increase maintenance contracts, and um, uh, and quite frankly, continue to keep everybody working uh, during the busy times, uh, during the slow times. Um, you know, one of the most disappointing things uh, is to be told, uh, you know, from your company, uh, you know, c- come in late tomorrow uh, or, or leave early today. We don't have enough hourly work for you. One of the great ways that you can continue um, to, uh, uh, to literally keep yourself in, in a job and, and, and keep yourself uh, working on a regular basis is to continue to provide value uh, to the customer so that um, they are literally seeing your company as someone that they can continue, not only continue to do you know, plumbing business or HVAC business or oil burner business with you, but also to start to see you as a trusted advisor who can add some tremendous value. So one of the things I like to talk about to, to service techs about is the fact that when you are a technician in a home, that you really do have uh, an incredible, um, if you will, an incredible position where uh, you are actually seen as someone that can give value, give information, uh, can give technical knowledge, and 
can make recommendations that the homeowner can really trust. And I want you to really um, uh, see that as a, a real asset to your company because uh, the homeowner is really counting on the technician to, um, uh, to make an honest assessment of what's going on in their home. And if you could start to see yourself as a trusted advisor uh, and, and, and use a technique that we call uh, recommending or uh, coaching and counseling uh, is another way that we talk about it, is to actually give coaching or counseling to your customers, they're going to really appreciate the service that you're giving. You're going to see the Google reviews with your names attached to those reviews are going to go up because you are seen as a trusted advisor. And one of the things that uh, I think is important to see as we're, we're talking to homeowners and we're adding value is to understand that we are not doing something to the customer when we make a recommendation that they, uh, for example, get, get a, uh, an air conditioning tune-up or uh, they, they, uh, uh, they, they get a maintenance contract or uh, they, they have a pan treatment, uh, that we're not doing something to them, but in fact, we are doing something for them. Once you make that shift in the way that you're looking at working with the customer, it becomes really fun to look for ways that you can recommend and, and, to, and, and quite frankly, to solve problems for your customers. One of the reasons that you got into the technical business is probably because you are great at solving problems. You are great at technically being able to look at something and to evaluate it and assess it and to figure it out. And I, there's no greater feeling in the world than being able to, to show up and, be, and, and come into a home or a business and be the hero and be the hero because you've solved a problem that the homeowner can't solve, maybe even another service company cannot solve. You've got a really valuable uh, role as a trusted advisor, as a coach, as someone who can solve a problem. And when you start to see your interaction with the customer in the home as not as you are doing something to them, but that you're doing something for them, it'll become really easy for you to... Um, to find a problem or to see a situation and, uh, and to head it off uh, by uh, making a great recommendation that will provide tremendous value. So number one, see yourself as a trusted advisor. The, your homeowner is really looking to you, the business owner is looking to you to make a recommendation and to tell them what you're finding there, an honest assessment of what you're saying, what you're seeing, and then uh, to then say to them, uh, you know, what you would recommend that they do to prevent the problem in the future or whatever your recommendation would be. Remember that the way that, uh, uh, that, that, uh, that we increase, uh, increase business, that we um, add, add more to the average ticket, is by adding more value. Give more than you get. Uh, you know, one of the things that, um, uh, that we can do as a service technician is to look for ways that we can provide value, that we can give recommendations uh, as ways to solve things. Maybe they're with our company, maybe they're not, but, but you always want to be looking, how can I add value? How can I give more than I was actually called here to do? Uh, perhaps you were there to do a simple service call or a tune-up, um, and one of the great ways for you to watch your Google uh, reviews 
um, uh, you know, go up in number and and uh, uh, and and kind of explode in in superlatives and great comments about you and about the company is to look for ways to add more value. One of the ways that you can add more value is to look at the things that water is affecting um, and make recommendations. And one of the reasons that you want to, uh, or one of the, the uh, important things about water is actually understanding water and being able to talk about the water very intelligently uh, to the consumer, to the homeowner. So today we're going to talk about in what I'm calling U- Water University Module Number One, I'm going to give you a, a basic uh, education on what's known as hard water or hardness in water. So hardness is an excess of calcium and magnesium carbonates that are in the water. Now these minerals are naturally present in well water. They're also sometimes, even if they're coming from a reservoir uh, in city water, you'll see some um, hardness uh, uh, calcium and magnesium in city water. Usually if it's coming from a reservoir, it's going to be a little less in hardness. If it's coming from a community well or a private well, the water may uh, uh, pick up a lot more through the limestone formations as the water goes down in, into, the, um, into the aquifer. What's going to happen is that water is going to pick up that calcium. It's going to go through gypsum, limestone, and it's going to pick up the, the two basic minerals, which are calcium and magnesium. Now, calcium and magnesium, sometimes this is referred to as lime or scale. So you'll, as you see, uh, as, as you are talking about hardness, you'll notice that um, uh, some people will say, well, that, that water heater element was all full of scale or it was all scaled up, or you'll hear... Um, uh, you'll read in a manual, you know, the, the, you know, before a tankless water heater, you should install a water softener be, to prevent scale buildup. Scale buildup is the excess of calcium and magnesium. And when calcium and magnesium is heated by a water heater element or a boiler coil or a heat exchanger, what happens is, is that the calcium and magnesium, basically what it is, is it's rock in the water, is that this rock precipitates out of the water and it adheres itself to the thing that is heating it, heating it up. So you'll see uh, the, the, uh, uh, a, a dishwasher element with the white coating all over it. And, or you'll admit, I'm, I'm sure you've pulled out many water heater elements um, or anode rods with the white caked up, quote unquote, lime or scale. That's that calcium carbonate. That's that magnesium that has been heated up and is actually um, uh, is causing the appliance to not heat as well. It's losing efficiency. And of course, you've seen it burn out the elements, clog the coils, um, and, uh, and, and really um, uh, cause the heat exchangers to, to burn out prematurely as well. Now, hardness is measured in what we call grains per gallon. So the scale ranges from zero to let's say 30 grains per gallon. So zero grains per gallon is softened water. Softened water generally is not, uh, is not natural. Usually it has to go through a water softening 
a water treatment device before it becomes zero. So usually the water that you may find uh, that's say between one grain hard and four to five grains hard, that is considered to be fairly soft water. So anywhere from zero or one to five is not considered to be really high in hardness, which is high in calcium and magnesium. Now, the minute you go to six grains per gallon, and you go to seven, eight, nine, 10, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, you are now getting into some very hard water. And um, six grains per gallon to 10 grains per gallon, I, I saw in a manual recently, um, you know, tankless water heater, uh, you know, not a, in, in an expensive unit. Um, and and the, the manual saying if the water is over six grains of hardness, you should consider uh, installing a water softener before the tankless water heater because it is going to interfere with the efficiency of the heat exchanger and it is going to clog it up and it is going to burn that unit out prematurely. Uh, Over 10 grains per gallon is very hard water. And if it's not treated, it will cause all kinds of plumbing and kitchen appliance and laundry problems. Let me give you some examples of water touching everything in the house and what hardness causes. Hardness will cause appliances to burn out. It will cause coffee pots to burn out. It will anywhere water is is touching, especially if it's heated up. It'll cause a dishwasher element to burn out. Um, Water heaters will tend to clog up and they will fail prematurely. Um, the boiler coil, if you have a domestic hot water um, uh, heater and you have a boiler a coil uh, inside of a boiler, that coil uh, inside of the, the, the uh, circumference of that coil, and you, and you technicians have taken them out, you've seen them, the, the pressure is restricted. Um, you can't get water flow through the, through the coil. Uh, it, it reduces the pressure of the hot water. Nobody wants to hear their hot water pressure is, is decreasing. They want to hear that it's increasing. Uh, it reduces the efficiency of the boiler and eventually causes the coil to have to be either uh, cleaned out with acid or to be replaced. Uh, hardness causes white spots and streaks on glasses. Uh, nothing more frustrating for a homeowner than to uh, uh, to do a whole load of dishes uh, and to take out silverware, glasses um, uh, with with streaks on them, spots on them, water spots all over their nice, beautiful silverware. The glasses actually, the hardness can actually, with the the heat in the dishwasher, can cause etching on the glasses and cause um, uh, literally to 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 some people have to throw their glasses out every six months. Um, because of the, the terrible etching that the excess of calcium and magnesium will cause. Um, when people are seeing white, crusty buildup on tea kettles, on, um, as I said, on dishwasher elements, if they're seeing it on anything that heats water, they will see a white, crusty buildup. They may have to chip it out of the tea kettle. It makes people feel like they don't want to be drinking the water like something is wrong with the water. Now, by the way, let me, uh, let me make sure you understand, hardness is okay to drink. Calcium and magnesium are very, very natural minerals. 
sometimes people will say to you, well, I don't want to soften my water. I like uh, getting my calcium and magnesium um, from my water. But uh, if you talk to any health, health department or any state-registered lab, uh, they will tell you that if you're trying to get your minerals from your drinking water, uh, you would be much better off to eat more broccoli uh, <laughs> or cauliflower or drink more milk um, because uh, um, trying to absorb minerals by drinking water is going to be a very, very difficult thing to do. Your, your body just doesn't absorb uh, calcium and magnesium from drinking water as well as it does from vegetables and other calcium or magnesium sources. But remember, it's okay to drink um, a water that has calcium or, ma or magnesium in it, um, but uh, there's not much value uh, from actually drinking it. Some people say, oh, well, I don't want to soften my water because I like getting the natural minerals. Well, the fact is they really don't get that much. Um, uh, constantly repairing faucets and valves. Um, uh, you may say to me, well, MJ, you know, we're... Uh, uh, we're in the business of replacing faucets and valves. We like it when uh, uh, water heaters, faucets, and valves fail. But, in fact, um, when the customer is getting really frustrated and, and feeling like, uh, you know, they're, they're always replacing uh, the same faucets. I remember um, uh, a, a homeowner, uh, the lady of the house, said to me, she said, you know, this is the third Moen faucet that we've replaced since we've been here, it seems like just every three or four years, we have to replace another four dollars to $500 faucet. And it's not just the cost, and it's not just the service call, but I would rather just install a faucet, a good one, and just have it last for <laughs> 10, 15, or 20, or 30 years. Is there any way that could be done? I said, yes. Uh, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to condition this water. You're going to have to remove the calcium and magnesium and get it to uh, zero soft water to prevent that from happening. So constantly repairing faucets, valves, having to take uh, um, lime away or harsh cleaners to clean shower heads um, or to clean uh, the runners around the, the tub or the grout to see a white uh, you know, etching, a white, white powdery, cakey substance um, when someone's really trying to get something clean or they pay a cleaning service and they still can't get it clean, very, very frustrating to the homeowner. Remember also that hardness uh, also um, uh, causes soap to, um, to not actually clean <laughs> and do its, its, uh, its cleaning. If you remember the old uh, commercial scrubbing bubbles, scrubbing bubbles, scrubbing bubbles, well, scrubbing bubbles that is uh, what's called cations, um, and, and cationic surfactants are in soap, and soap is supposed to lather up and then rinse off. But when there is a lot of hardness in the water, when you've got over five grains per gallon of hardness, it will cause a soap scum, and the soap scum, you'll, you'll see that in the, in the tub. If you're you know, using the tub for a bath, you'll see that soap scum. And you might see it in the sink if you're washing dishes. And that soap scum actually clogs a person's pores. And when there's soap scum that is, is clogging their pores, they will complain of very dry and cracked and irritated skin. One of the uh, best ways for a family to eliminate having to lather everybody up with, um, uh, with lotions and uh, Lubriderm kind of lotions and, and things, uh, emollients to 
um, uh, to soften the skin is just to soften the water. Once there's no soap scum on the skin, then um, uh, the skin will feel very uh, supple and it won't be all dry and cracked skin. People won't be itching and scratching. Um, it's a really tremendous benefit. I, I can tell you in my own home, um, uh, my, my, my wife and I, the beautiful Bonnie and I, absolutely love having um, softened water, especially during the winter time, because there's no, you know, there's no, um, uh, there's no dry, there's no cracking, and there's no, uh, you know, uh, scratching of the skin. It's just, it's just beautiful. Um, and the other thing that uh, hardness will cause is it will cause the laundry uh, to come out uh, kind of, the whites will come out kind of dull and gray. Nothing more frustrating um, for a homeowner to, you know, do low, lo, doing large, large loads of laundry. I am a professional speaker. <laughs> uh, large loads of laundry, especially the white clothes, and putting, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a chlorine or putting bleach in and not seeing the whites get white. It's very frustrating. And somebody wants to, you know, say, hey, I've got some really clean, you know, I've spent some time here and some energy cleaning big baskets of clothes, and they're just dull, and they're not looking like I'm even cleaning them. So the, these are some of the, um, uh, the problems that just, now this is just hardness. I want you to think about this for a second. This is a huge opportunity for you to solve problems for your customer, for the homeowner who sees you, the service technician, as a trusted advisor, someone who can make a recommendation. Not that you're doing something to them, but that you're doing something for them. Look at all the problems. And, and by the way, if you don't make the recommendation, if you don't make the recommendation, say, to test the water and to test the hardness and to consider, say, softening the water with your plumbing company, with your HVAC company, with your oil business, let me tell you what's going to happen. Some other competitor is going to come in, and they're going to make that recommendation. Now, it might be an independent water company, and it might be somebody um, who is a branded water treatment dealer, and they're going to go in, and they're going to really sell like crazy. They're going to mark that product up. Their business is the business of selling. So if you want to protect your customer – if you want to give value to your customer, if you want to make good recommendations and give them good advice, I would recommend that you start looking at um, the opportunity to help your customer by noticing a water problem, by noticing that they've replaced those faucets or that heater or that coil, and as a trusted advisor, making a recommendation that they consider getting their water fixed with somebody they know, somebody they trust somebody that they have already let into their home. Remember, it's a big thing for a homeowner to let your company into the home for you to come in there and to, to, to give the exceptional service that you give. You know, uh, I, I know the kinds of companies that I work with. I know that you are giving great service to your customer. Why not continue to give them great service with a a, uh, with some technology that can really help them avoid all of these problems. So my recommendation is, is that when you see the issues that hardness is causing, if you're seeing the white buildup, 
if you're seeing the appliances breaking down, if you're, the customer's complaining about dry, cracked skin, dull laundry, uh, there's a couple questions you can ask when you're filling out a water analysis form. You know, do you have this? Do you notice this? Do your coffee pots burn out? You know, does your boiler coil clog up? Do you have white spots and streaks on the glasses? I mean, really, if a person has hard water, it will cause them a lot of pain. You'll be able to elicit that pain, and then you'll be able to apply and present a solution. And quite frankly, you might as well, in my opinion, you might as well apply a solution that is going to give your company work, is going to keep you working, is going to drive revenue, and, and, uh, and, and put um, water treatment is also great for maintenance contracts. And we know that maintenance contracts are, are so valuable for a company because it keeps everybody working during the slow times. So, uh, so our goal is to help you to help yourself by learning about hardness, being able to talk intelligently about the excess of calcium and magnesium in the water, and to, to have a really intelligent discussion. Uh, if you get to really understand a couple of the basics, don't let water chemistry, chemistry freak you out. Don't let the word chemistry uh, um, dissuade you from learning this business. Once you learn how to talk about this, um, I'll tell you, you will be a very, very valuable and effective resource for your customer, and they, your, your value in their eyes will just go up and up and up. Uh, and, uh, and you'll be doing not only the customer a great service, uh, but your company as well. Hey, I've really enjoyed uh, doing this podcast uh, for you, talking about uh, hard water. Hopefully you've learned something from this. Um, and... Uh, uh, look forward to uh, doing more education and explaining more about uh, water chemistry so that you can talk really intelligently with a customer and make some great recommendations for, that, for them. Uh, remember, uh, you get what you expect, so expect to be great. This is Michael J. Durkin. I'll see you in our next Water University podcast. See you then.